Hi there. I'm back. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I in this season last week, the church I'm under, we learn about love, all different types of love, the agape, the felicia love, and um, you know, the self-love. Uh, I don't know all the categories, but I know for me personally, I'm learning to self-love because I grew up in a home where my parents didn't really show each other love. And I don't know how to love. And we, you know, me and my sibling, we never heard our mother and father say, I love you. So we really don't, me, especially me and my sibling, we don't know how to love though, you know, that healthy love, that godly love, that, you know, that, you know, that genuine love of a, you know, for your, for self, because the Bible says, you know, the second important commandment that Jesus spoke about was to love thy neighbor as thyself. And I was, you know, the first time I heard this, you know, back then in a sermon from the late Dr. Miles Monroe, when he said that, how are you going to be able to love people if you can't love yourself? Because if you don't love yourself, you really, you're, you know, you don't love God because you are God's creation. And in him saying that, it really shocked me to a point where I didn't even realize that too, at a point of time where I don't know how to love self. I know how to give to people just to have that fulfillment of giving. And it's hard for me to receive. And I know that, you know, and I know, and I thought, and I thought that was good for me. It's better to be a giver than a receiver, but it has to be a balance because for me, that was me showing love in a way where I like people, but I learned, you know, but I learned last week, like is not in the Bible. You know, it's either you love the person or you don't. And the world has it, the world kind of love is really distorted because I'm learning in this season how to love and God is showing me, you know, and I'm asking God to show me how to love myself because if I can't love myself, how can I be genuine with another person? How can I be genuine about the love that I have for an individual when it comes to ministering or speaking or, you know, giving a testimony? Am I doing it out of the genuine love? Do I love the person? And I'm just doing it because, you know, it's something that is expected of me, but it's not coming from the heart. So I'm learning to love and I'm learning to wake up every day and quote, you know, Psalms 139, where, you know, it's a familiar uh, verse where it says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous is thy handiwork. And I kid you not, it, you know, I spoke about this Psalms a while back on a previous um, podcast about you know, about loving yourself. And I didn't even realize that back, you know, me talking and thinking about that now, that that was something I needed to work on for myself. So, and um, I'm just saying this, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm still learning to love. And it's, you know, the seed is now being planted in me. Like I told my spiritual sister when we was in a prayer line on Saturday that is now being planted where, you know, it's like relearning and I'm relearning because the fact that I didn't, I wasn't taught that and I didn't see that in our household. And, you know, and I, you know, the thing too also, and I want to know that, you know, I evaluated myself too, making sure that I tell my son that I love him. Mommy loves you. Be, and you know, I actually asked him a question yesterday. Asked him if okay, then do mommy always say, ever say I love you? And he said, Yeah, you do. And it's scary, you know, not scary. It's weird that he said that. It got me thinking about the fact that he has that, 
And I never had that with my own mother because I, you know, I come from a background where they're from the island where, you know, I'm Haitian descendant. And, you know, majority of the people who coming from the island, they're, you know, they're more focused on, you know, making sure the family's okay, work and that, you know, and then living, that's it. But when it comes to showing that love to their children, you barely see that, you know, in that culture. And it is a cultural thing. And, um, and, I, and it's a generational thing as well, too, where love is not, you know, it's not really being expressed or shown. It's like you don't see it in your, in your, you know, in that generation. And it gets passed on and it becomes a generational curse. And I'm happy that I didn't even realize that I've broken that curse, that, you know, at least my son here, that his mommy loves him because I do love my son. Because, you know, we are, we are we are made to love people, not just our children, ourselves, but people in general. And... It's really hard to be honest to love myself, and I'm you know and I'm t you know and I was and I just quoted a while ago Psalms one thirty nine verse um, Psalms one thirty nine verse um, I'm sorry you guys I, I lost it good idea yeah Psalm one thirty nine verse fourteen where it says I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. Glory be to God. Because you know, we're we're not a mistake. God, that was love. And I also wanted to talk about that too. Cause my you know, this, you know, in this week, I'm for these next three days, I'm gonna talk about love. And I'm gonna talk since I'm working on self-love on myself, I'm gonna talk about many forms of self-love. Like, you know, it starts within yourself because it is a mind thing, especially when you weren't told that you were loved when you were younger or you were rejected. You know, it's hard to, you know, say that you, you know, you love yourself. Because me, I was me being young, I had siblings, I had older brothers, especially one in particular who just tear me down. And I was being teared down, tear down. And there was time he didn't even acknowledge me as his natural sister. And that really broke my heart because um I used to be picked on by this individual brother. And I was, you know, and I was take, you know, he even, you know, stole from me. And he really 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 you know bully me and then even when i had my son the threats and everything the cussing and all this other foolishness i you know i've gone through with this brother and i want to talk about that love like you know that's a form of rejection that's a form of love that makes you you know when you hear words like that that's being planted in you you know as a young child to your teen your to well actually to your early adult years it really you know it really does something it's now and glory be to God that I didn't realize that, you know, you have to start loving yourself first. Not that, not that narcissistic love where you're all about, you know, where you're arrogant and you're prideful. Not that kind of love. No. Loving yourself is loving what God created about you. You're, you know, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous is thy work. And that you know this well. That you're able to walk with, you know, with confidence. You know, and you you are able to you know share that love for self with others, meaning that when you're sharing that love, you you know that God loves you and you love yourself. You love people too because they're also God creation. And I also re written you know yesterday about love, and I labeled this title love. You know, and I you know I written down Ecclesiastes verses you know chapter three verse eight where it said it's a a time to love and a time to hate a time of war and a time of peace. 
And I link this chapter with Colossians and Proverbs, with Colossians 3 and 3, chapter 3, verse 14, where it says, and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of per perfectness. And Proverbs 15 and 17 said, better is a dinner of herb where love is than a stock ox and hatred therewith. And all this I call is combined and I say love. And for me, and what I'm gonna I'm gonna go and quote, you know, and talk about Ecclesiastes, you know, chapter three, verse eight, a time to love. You know, this is a season where I'm learning to love self. You know, yes, there's time where you're gonna hate things that's happening. And you know, there is gonna be a time of war and peace, because there is time, you know, we know we know that we're in a spiritual warfare. And you know, we know that God is the God of peace. That's how I'm gonna link that verse, that whole entire verse. But I'm in a season where I'm learning to self-love. And that means to love everything about self, because even the, you know, even the blemishes, the, uh, you know, my skin color, my, you know, the way I am personally, like, you know, um, people may not understand me and that's fine, but I'm unique in God's eye. And I think that, and I think Lord for that, I'm not like an individual. I'm not like any other women. I'm not like any other man. I'm not like anyone, period. God made me to be unique. And I love that. And I'm unique and I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm gonna keep telling myself this until I feel it that deep down in us, until you know it's fully rooted. Because this, you know, the, the plant of self-love just been planted. So I'm unlearning to learn. And I love Hycologian. It said that um, above all these, put on charity, which is the bond of perf perfectness. We have to have love, put on love. But in order for us to put on love, do we really love ourselves? Do we know, do we know self? And loving self also means that you have to examine yourself too, at times too. Knowing, okay, where am I lacking? What area am I lacking, Lord, that needs work on? If, or, you know, even, even asking Lord to expose yourself, like, Lord, what is it about me that needs to be, you know, that, that is not, you know, of you? Expose what I, what needs to be worked in me, Lord. Expose self to self. Because there's things in us that, you know, that God cannot, you know, move or work or use us because we're hindering our own self. Because, uh, like, say you have a spirit of, you know, of depression, oppression, rejection, depression, a spirit of anger, malice. How God is going to use you when you have all that built up inside. Ask God to expose those, you know, expose these demons to you. Expose yourself to yourself so that God, so that you can lay at the altar, you know, at his altar and let him do the work in you. And, you know, and it's worth it too, because that's what I'm asking God to do within me, to instruct me, to guide me, because to be, best, believe it, I'm by myself in this world, believe it or not, we all are, even if we have loved ones and family to take care of, but in the end of the day, remember, we die by ourselves, you know, we die alone, we don't take the world with us. So I want my soul to be right on this earth. And I want to make sure that the will of God and his purpose in my life is going to be fulfilled. But, and that's the love. I, that's the love I'm working on, the self-love. So that his, you know, so that self-love, you know, that genuine, healthy self-love, not the um, selfish love, but that self-love where God has, you know, has his purpose, where, you know, where I am fearfully and wonderfully made, marvelous is his work, where I could love a stranger out there. I could love a neighbor out there. I could love my church member, my church brothers and sisters, despise their flaws. We are, we not, you know, we all have flaws. We're not flawless. We have flaws, but we work it on self. And I also want to say in Colossians 3 and 14, I like when it says, you know, this is the, the love of unity, where it say, and above all, you know, 
above all these all these things put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. I, you know what? And this is to me where we, you know, when we pray to be more like Christ, because God is perfect. There's no error in the Lord. And there's no error in Jesus. That's where, you know, for us learning about these different, you know, level of love. Like for me personally, since I'm working on self-love, this is one of the hardest things for me because, you know, it's really hard for me to love self, but I'm learning little by little that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and I'm unique. Though people may not understand me or though people may, you know, take me as weird and crazy, that's fine. But, you know, it's that uniqueness about me that the Lord put implanted in me that I don't desire to have it removed because it makes me different. And I'm, you know, and I'm learning to love different because, you know, imagine if we were all the same. This will be a born world. This will be born because God didn't really make us to be sane. If, if that was the case, there would no be there would not be a purpose for him to create creation to be this, you know, to be, you know, for him, for his glory. And I love it when it says in Proverbs 15 and 17, it says, better is dinner of earth where love is than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. Now, you know, we're living in a world where it's about that selfishness, about you know, me, 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 me. Not that, you know, and, you know, it's nothing wrong about, you know, loving yourself, but not to be arrogant or statistic about it. Like, you know, when we talk about self-love, you know, loving self first, you have to, you know, it's breaking down barriers within self that needs to be broken. Is you know, is um, having your, you know, it's humbling yourself even more and asking God for that humble spirit and being obedient to obey his will. That's, you know, that's self-love because that's things that needs to be implanted in you to grow spiritually. And also I like what um, Proverbs 15 and 17, because this is relating to actually when you're, and it is, this is a, you know, a, a, you know, uh, more of a metaphor to me where it's best to go in a, in a home of, you know, to be invited or to be welcome in a home where there is love. And, you know, you, when you're sitting at a table, when there's unity, and when there's congregating, especially when you're in the ministry and when you're going to, you know, to the house of worship, when the congregation is all in love and unity, there's nothing great than that where the power of God is. There's no division. There's, you know, the heart is pure. Like, you know, your inner mind is at peace and there's a love there. And then when you're worshiping, it's true worship with love, with genuine love for your brothers and your, your spiritual brothers and sisters in the house of worship. Even when you're going into the home, like there's love there. Like, you know, you can't explain it, but you just know that you're loved, you're welcome. And that's hospitality with love. And I love how Proverbs 15 and 17 describe that it's better to be, have you know, to be um, in a dinner of herb where love is than a, you know, than, than a stock ox, than a stock ox and hatred therewith. Because you don't want to be around where just group of people or, you know, you're, you're surrounded by people who's angry all the time or who's, you know, who's, who's hateful, to be honest, and who, you know, who's arrogant or ignorant. That's not the kind of, you know, that's not the atmosphere you want to be conducive to because you're going to pick up things from people. Remember, we're spiritual beings and you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're opening doors to spirits could come in. Remember, we were created out of love. Everything was done in love in the beginning and then 
everything's going to end in love. So I hope I said something that inspired you because I'm learning to self-love as I'm working on myself with love, loving myself genuinely, how God loves me and sees me. I hope that I say something that, you know, dealing with love, that whatever area of love you need work on, pray about it and ask God to guide you and God bless you.